Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus advanced in wisdom and age and favor before God and man. The Gospel of the Lord. Uh, 
but I'm father in the supernatural sense. I also, before I was a priest, never had a spouse. I don't have a natural spouse, but I am in a certain way in a kind of relationship with the church, bonded to the church universal and to you in particular. And, and like a father, priests have to make a lot of choices uh, and try to discern and understand what is good for their kids. Uh, and sometimes the discernment is clear and it's obvious, and sometimes it's not clear. Sometimes kids are rebellious too. So I've grown to appreciate him a lot as a, as a father, as a spouse, and as somebody who really had to, had to make hard decisions um, for the people around him. I'm just gonna say a little bit about fatherhood too. So there are different kinds of fatherhood. There's biological fatherhood. Those of you who are biological fathers, um, right, you have kids, but your, your fatherhood isn't just biological. You also have a spiritual authority for your kids, a responsibility for them uh, to make sure that they grow, that they come to know uh, through your love that God the Father loves them. Mothers have this responsibility too, just as much. Uh, and natural fatherhood, human fatherhood, uh, is supposed to show us something. It's supposed to reveal to us what God the Father is like. St. John says this in his epistle that we read this morning. See what love the Father has bestowed on us in letting us be called the children of God. Yet so we are. The world does not know us because it did not know him, did not know the Father. So what's a way that the world cannot know us? I think it happens kind of on a spiritual, on a religious level. Maybe you've had an experience like this. You go out to a restaurant and you wonder like, oh, should I say grace? Is it gonna be weird if I'm gonna say grace in public here? And then there's a Norman Rockwell painting of this. Maybe you've had this experience too. A family's in a restaurant and they say grace and everybody else in the restaurant just turns and looks at them. Like, what, what are you doing? Now, if you know God, if you know the Father, if you know that He's created you and He loves you and redeems you, it makes total sense to want to praise Him wherever you are, even if people look funny at you. Um, but if you don't believe that, it's just some weird people in a restaurant. But I think it's true kind of at a larger level, too. I think we live in a culture where because people don't believe in God very often, and because often... Uh, even if they do, maybe they really struggle to believe that God is a Father who cares for us. It's very difficult for people to understand just what a human person is, what it is to be a human being. The reason the world did not know us is that it did not know Him. If we're just an accident of our parents or of a combination of atoms, if it's not true that at the beginning of all of these chemical processes, there is a creator and one who loves us and wills you, then as people, we don't make a lot of sense. And we might be what so many people think we are. Just these kind of advanced beasts with brains trying to assert their power over each other. But that's not what we are. 
See what love the Father has bestowed on us in letting us be called the children of God. So we entrust ourselves, our lives, our natural and our supernatural motherhood and fatherhood, the life that we live together as a church, to God who draws us into himself.